Wisco Dice! Welcome to Wisco Dice. Seems like you're trying to perfect the Macho Man or something over there. I don't know what that was exactly, but that was definitely different. <laughs> Not the usual. Kind of well, what is throat. happening? Yeah, so yeah, what's going on? So yeah, this is the host, your, your hosts anyways, the Conesy with the most. I'm here, but joined by my great friend and co-host... Brian, also known as Stark Raving Mad sometimes. You sounded extra exciting here. there, buddy. What? What happened to the excitement from the last show? You were what so do you excited mean? last I time. I said welcome to Wisco Dice. Yeah, no, you're kind of... Uh... <laughs> Whatever. Uh, anyways. I'm just uh... introducing myself. <laughs> they know who I am. Yeah. Anyway. We also have in the studio today with us... Our special uh, guest from special last guest? episode. Yeah. We uh, decided to keep him around. Yeah, we did. We locked him in a closet. We didn't the, let him go away. The fan anywhere. didn't get we, to him yet. We threw him some moldy, moldy <laughs> bread and water. We, we kept the fan off him. We, we put the fan on guard. He was great. It was good. <laughs> this is Eric. Uh, just to get to it, uh, Stone Monk from the forums. Our Wisco Dice blog. Wisco Dice Fame. blog and play here locally. So, what are we ta- planning on covering today? What's the main topic all about in the show? Uh, we're getting into motivation and keeping it. So we're going to give a motivational speech. <laughs> it might not be quite that, but we're just going to talk ideas uh, to keep you gaming, keep you hobbying, and just keep you going. Me and I sitting there watching the television all the time. And Without minis in your not, hand is ha- blasphemy. Painting minis, it's not a good thing. It's not helping you out, man. That's definitely something I've been suffering from lately is a little bit of a lack of motivation. Well, so. good thing. Maybe we'll get you going. Yeah, I could definitely use some motivation help. From the hobby side, have you played any games? Done any actual Warhammering or um, other games? Even uh, minis, board well, games. Uh, I did play a Lords of Waterdeep game like a week or so ago, maybe last weekend or something like that, with some other friends, like uh, my lady friends. Me? Well, it was with my lady friends, friends, oh, their group. Apparently, we're playing some games one day, so I stopped over there. We stopped over there for that. We played Lords of Waterdeep. I found out, like, I don't think I like it with the expansion anymore. I don't know. I always feel like I have a bad game. <laughs> so I feel it. I, like I always end up kind of mad at the end of it. Like, I realized it's kind of weird. Like, the game, it's like you're working the whole time, but you don't really know where anybody else is. So it's kind of hard to know if you're doing well or not and stuff like that. So anyway, that was the other game I played. I can't remember where our shows fall for as far as the games I've played recently. I've been out the store the last few nights i got to play uh the new dude i don't remember his name again the maybe you remember he player, was um, a dwarf player yeah, well no what no. no was he a dwarf he was brett player I oh no the, well, that's the what brett, i'm talking about the brett guy that comes up from like montello or something like that yeah, yeah. like i played this Not guy terrible <laughs> don't remember his name, <laughs> remember his name i've actually. seen his bretts which is really cool because i also have those but uh he was deciding to delve into Vampire counts. He was planning uh, on. No, a, that's that's the guy that's got dwarfs. He's the dude that has dwarfs. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought doesn't he have Bretts too though? No, 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 no okay. it's dwarfs. Psh. Like I know these people. The other, the other <laughs> sounds like we need name tags at the next. Uh, <laughs> one, probably, right? I, we probably should okay. start running around with name tags. Well, maybe he has dwarf. Well, he had a lot of Bretonian stuff though, so I just kind of assumed he was that other dude. I think but, it's Mike because Mike or Matt with Bretts. Okay, well, this wasn't that guy, I guess. Yeah. Um, but he was planning a Muslan themed vampire counts. He was just kind of this was his first dive into the VC, so he got to face against my VC, which was, I mean, a slightly, it's a different kind of game, I guess, when you have undead facing off at each other. Uh, it was a pretty good game. I ended up winning. Uh, the most interesting thing for me was he was running a blood bus. I haven't actually seen that before. Never cared to play it myself. So he had the Blender Lord and uh, Unida Black Knights. 
and that was kind of interesting to see. They made short work of my Grave Guard. I expected that to be a little better fight. Um, he was actually running him in Lance formation, even though, I mean, it's technically not Lance formation, but he's running him three wide. So there was just uh, there was also a White King in there, BSB, and then the Vampire Blender Lord and a Champion there. So I was having a hard time fighting past those guys to kill any rank and files. But uh, my Terrorgeist, <laughs> which has been working out really good for me, has kind of helped me kill off the regular guys, and then I was able to wind them down. One mistake I had that probably would have won me the game faster, I could have had a flank charge right after his charge onto my grave guards with his bluffs. I could have had my ghouls in his flank, my other kind of main block. But they were held up by fell bats I couldn't kill <laughs> in the flank, so what, what I didn't you, move my character over to <laughs> What do you mean this terror guys thing? But I, yeah. I thought you didn't feel those. No, well, I finally got them together. Uh, there'll be, I think I might have talked about them on the show before, but there'll be a blog post about them. I finally converted him slightly and have him together and he's making it on the table and he's definitely a good game piece to have <laughs> so the whatever his scream is called is pretty cool and that's given me a like a really interesting tool i've been liking having him even though he's pretty monstrous and hard to move around the table especially when you can't march all the time it's an interesting experience playing that dude but he probably is what got me that game helping me whittle down that blood bus so that worked out pretty cool. I did have two miscasts in the same phase. That was kind of funny. <laughs> and I think they're both like two dice and three dice rolls. So that was amusing. But my vampire managed to live through that. My vampire lord. I don't remember what I played the week before that. I know we had the tournament thing a while ago. So I probably talked about that already. Maybe the week before that I just went home because I think I was the odd man out. So that's probably why I don't remember anything. So yeah, Oh, we played plausible. a Triumph and Treachery. I think the oh yeah we did do, we did I don't do remember that. So when my that first was. time the demons no we didn't talk about that it's yeah the first time so my demons were out on the that table. runs into more your stuff I was in that triumph and treachery game it went like my other triumph and treachery games for the most part with VC I just I was more or less trekking the whole table to try and get to you who was making short work uh, Dustin uh, the other player he's been on our show if you remember him yeah he was the other player in our game it was just a three way and I had to had mostly foot dudes slogging their way i couldn't even make it across the table in six turns because i didn't have a von hells so i killed what little stuff got to me but you guys more or less faced off and you had the upper hand there i think but yeah, that I was your so. first time for demons on the table so how yeah. how was that going it was I, just a thousand points i was uh, so i it was just a the big the big portion of that army was zinch themed and i had a, a level two zinch herald and two ten packs of horrors with then just a ton of chaff and one i did end up fielding yeah, a skill cannon, cannon. <laughs> um and which pretty much the cannonball part of it never did anything yeah you never did you didn't even shoot that well it did it, it did do something nice. it, it put the <laughs> it put the dagger in your back at the very end oh um, yeah you took well i, I played your, that dumb i forgot about that we had the scenario you were supposed to snag the treasure in the middle for 500 points or something like that i wasn't familiar with how many points that actually was i thought it was like five coins or something like that but it was actually like 10 or something or 15 yeah. or something so i should have i had it was kind of a dumb choice i put my general on a hellsteed just for funds because i and had I, that model and, and he snagged the treasure but then i kind of hung him around he should have just booked it like yeah. the other way any but any, any way cannons, to get, out, so. get away from the skill cannon because <laughs> that would have had me more. win the game where otherwise i couldn't even get to you and you were just magicking me up and a little bit of shooting, yeah, took out my general, so that kind of ended the game for us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There. No, it was. It seemed like he had was, quite the battle against Dustin, though. Yeah, no, it was, and it, and it was uh, really nice to have all those, 
all the little effective chaff units that I had, being able to kind of do things. I, I, I will say that, you know, rolling the insane courage on the Fury unit, where only leadership two to begin with, <laughs> was probably the single best thing because then that pinned, that pinned his. He had uh, was that the, the stupid special character troll from Throg? Throg, yeah, yeah. That that pinned by the Furies because he charged Throg into the Furies. The Furies then rolled Snake Eyes on the break check. <laughs> After Throg only managed to kill one, bring the Fury back. Now I have him pinned in place. I have a wide open flake. I was able to charge him. I'm like, ah, I'll charge him with a skill cannon. Yep. Killed him with a skill cannon. Even though he had a three-up regen because uh, I threw a spell at him. Uh, one of those each spells that gave him, you know, passes check and he gets plus one to his regen checks. Once I got Throg done, then it was, you know, just do a few wounds here, do a few wounds there. Next thing you know, he's, you know, his Chaos Warrior block with his, I think he had great weapons on him, or Hal- Halberds, I think it was maybe. Halberds is what they have, yeah. That unit was relatively small and now mm-hmm. not to the super effective. And Dustin had some some just horrendous <laughs> yeah, wipes. He really bad Dice that game, yeah, he just yeah. kept rolling ones I constantly. Yeah, I don't think bad. I've seen more ones in my life. I think Dustin kind of got the short end of that game, too. He ended up kind of splitting his force with you concentrated on him and i was just kind of off in no man's land and yeah i mean kind of st- i think when you split it up in a game like that it's pretty rough to i think we've played that scenario a couple of times and had basically the same results both times and i think in hindsight if i play that scenario again we should limit it in three players we should like limit even the out deployments the yeah so that it's a little more evenly spread because that was that you, did, you ended up being in the slowest army having to march the most amount of most most amount of ground to get to anybody to get points and i guess that could have been a bad choice on me too i mean dustin set up first and i chose to set up like i was hoping for an easy even placement because i didn't want to get pinched between you two guys or something well, that's like the that problem is the way the way dustin deployed so, i couldn't evenly i couldn't yeah. put in the center mm-hmm. so. i think the i played one game of tramp and treachery uh, with you brian and mm-hmm. i think it ended it was I the think, same scenario. Yeah, it was like pretty much you, the same thing. You couldn't get there fast enough. I think I left that game early because I wasn't doing it. <laughs> I more or less spent and like the, three yeah, turns walking The battle kind of moved away from yeah, you at that point, so, too. So. It's kind of, I've been, I knew that like that after that second game I played, and I kind of was thinking, like, we usually play Triumph and Chetri kind of more on a whim when we have an odd people out. That's what we did the other night, Yeah, and not so much planned. I think if it was planned, I, I was thinking my Bretts would be the thing i would want to play so i had a thousand point brett list ready for triumph and treachery and nice. that'd give me some speed and some shooting and some magic and maybe be a little more in it but yeah maybe placement or something like that would be something to consider getting in it a little more yeah eric have you played any actual warhammer or are you just uh being a noob and watching people <laughs> have fun let's see the last game i played uh on monday was my first training game i played a thousand points with uh Trying to remember where they were coming up from. Platteville. Platteville. Yeah, he was one of uh, Robert's and, friends. Yeah, and so I was playing against uh, Warriors. Yep, Warriors. Um, and so he wasn't very familiar with his list at all. It was kind of the first he'd looked at it and whatnot. But so it was kind of cool. It was to, his first game of Warhammer. First game ever. Right? Which you know, so I just my focused on him having fun and and uh, you know learning the rules. Yep, made sure that I wasn't trying to be too strategic or anything like that. And <laughs> I just. I was like, there was one point where I was like, hmm, I'm not going to, maybe I wouldn't try and get my That's what you gotta do block up there. And I was like, no, first I'm, games. I'm just going to get up there. We're going to, we're going to roll dice. And so he won, which is, you know, what was, was one of my goals is like, you know, have him win if that's okay. Before that, it was the, the tournament of champions. And that was my first tournament 
And uh, what was a lot of fun about that was one having just a day to play three games. Mm-hmm. I chose. I tended. I've I've been kind of changing my list from the gut star over the last you know 10 15 games and so i got to play some some cool units that i really like double units of lead belchers i do have one star in my army and that's my knob star <laughs> um, at that point it was a 30 30 knobs i'd like to play 40 up in the 2500 and i've uh, been doing a ton of i so the week two weeks prior to that i was just painting knobs <laughs> that's all <laughs> but um and then I last minute um, I chose to instead of a, a another unit of small ogre bulls I p- brought in a monster and I have a, a stonehorn um, proxy that I've made from a it's a um, counts as I would it say counts as proxy. okay <laughs> counts as but it's a it's a it's pretty cool it's a tremors graboid model that's bigger than a <laughs> than the stonehorn model and um, you know it's kind of a fluff choice I was like ah oh, this many points I want to bring he's kind of the icon of the army. And so, uh, but he, he worked really well. He was definitely worth the points in that, in that day. And so, yeah, just had a lot of fun with everybody and, and, uh, it was, it was, I really liked the tournament uh, yeah, kind of play. I had a lot of fun that day too. I don't think I had talked about it on the show, but that was the f- like first game I had with my Terrorgeists and stuff too. So I was trying out a lot of new stuff and yeah. it's been a lot of fun, but I think I went like one in two that day or something like that i won my first game against dwarfs like kind of dumbly that was a blood and glory or something like that and i wasn't i could have had it handedly (laughs) like beat out his um whatever fortitude but it came down to like dice rolling wounds in combat because i was dumb and not paying attention to what i was supposed (laughs) to be doing (laughs) and then the other game i got beat out by some high elves with the swordsman star kind of thing going on there so that was kind of rough and then my last game was pretty fun like i ended up getting the lower end of that but it seemed like the other guy had a good game he was coming from milwaukee one of the couple guys who joined us from there and he was running uh orcs and goblins he had a kind of the usual uh savage orc huge block of savage orcs then a bunch of artillery (laughs) yeah (laughs) and a few other nonsense things but ended up being a pretty all right game with all that shooting my mean my terror guys ate it my hero on the hell ate it right away and like anything else i had besides my blocks ate it and then we were supposed to like claim the center it was like a stand-in for watch tower and since it was kind of fun because i was just throwing stuff at the savage orcs to lead them all over the place because they're frenzied so they kept having to charge i was trying to get them away from the middle and then sneak my unit into the middle (laughs) at the end but his orcs ended up getting back and made it in close enough unfortunately i guess the big turning point for that game he hand of gorked his huge block of savage orcs onto my flank which is a pretty usual annoying thing with orcs unfortunately but i have so much throwaway stuff it was kind of kept me in it and then he also miscast the irresistible force and he ended up losing all of his magic levels so that evened it up a little bit after that so it stayed a fun game and it seemed like he had a really good time yeah he mentioned how usually like the players in milwaukee just seem to quit when something happens like that so i actually played it out he thought that was really cool so i don't know and i was telling him i'm pretty good at throwing stuff away because that's pretty much all i was doing the whole game was throwing stuff at those savage arcs it's like hey come over here it's like, it was pretty fun because they went through like everything is just my uh i think it even got my ghoul block eventually but it was just my graveguard block was the only thing i saved with my character <laughs> yeah my my first game was uh against just handing stuff over and over against eric over from milwaukee and um the the highlight was just playing him he's a great guy um had a lot of fun um uh i had first turn 
I and I sniped his um, uh, terrorgeist mm-hmm. with my you know speaking you know of the sky cannon. Yeah, and uh, then his first turn, he uh, sucked his wizard into a hole. Was he on the Coven Throne thing too? Or um, that was no, just he had the engine the mortis separate. engine was separate. But, so that just uh, went down the tubes. For so me. yeah, it was just bad luck. For, you know, good dice for me and bad luck for him. Um, and so, but just we we played it out after that. Sure. It it went a couple more rounds, um, but it was just a lot of fun to play. Um, second game was against uh, demons. A lot of Nurgle. Uh, Epid- Epid- Epidemus, against hobby yeah. killer. Yep. And uh, <laughs> again, so we deployed the angular deployment. Um, Oh, I can't remember the I can't scenario. Remember the name of it either. Um, meeting engagement. No, meeting engagement. We rolled that round. Yeah. I've never, yeah. I never played it, so I, I kind of kept my stuff back, um, and I would say I, I did not win that game, uh, but I saved points. Uh, I guess it was kind of thing. I didn't, I choose some good things. I, I did. Uh, that's I sniped Epidemus uh, with my sky cannon again, um, but for the most part, I just my big goal was not to get Beast of Nurgle right up in my grill and i managed to hold that block off <laughs> those jerks tied with, up the whole with my knoblars and uh they did their job and third game was um against kenny with his dwarves and um it was you know the the watchtower scenario where we just had to hold the middle 12 inches from the middle well, and with four watchtower where we killed that there was no watchtower actually in the center right, right, of right. the table yeah it's a center point uh with fortitude and uh, I managed to just keep his dwarves from getting in anywhere near the center, and then my my Mornfang and my Stonehorn just kind of did this flank thing where they cleared a bunch <laughs> of stuff, which was fun. Um, but mostly it was just kind of like holding off and protecting the center. So. Well, how'd the day end up for you then? Uh, well, so because <laughs> because I spent twenty some hours the week two weeks before painting all those knoblars, I had good paint points, um, and so I tied with Fred for uh, uh, for the most points on the day with eighteen points. I think, or 19. Um, so uh, Fred got the the term champion of mm-hmm. the four that it, the top four. He he got the, and so because we were tied, um, and uh, I had I had a painted army, then I uh, was awarded the the top for the tournament for the day. So that was pretty first one you came in there and won it. So first that- tournament won it. He's done. I, I want it. I'm done. I'm not going no, to tournaments again. And and from from my point of view, what that means to me is that I'm just I I think I've I'm at a good level, and you know a lot of things went my way, of course. And I I do think that I'm I've become a smarter general with you know playing my army. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know again you know just uh, like you said, I mean that first game, yeah. <laughs> turn one, and I was I I I had that one, so it was. There's, there's a few of those, but yeah, I feel good about how I played and it was just a, a cool honor to to be there and, and to, yeah, to win it's a, a bonus and a perk, but it was just a fun day overall. <laughs> so I think outside of, you know, actual Warhammer games, I really haven't played anything myself. Um, I played in that tournament, but I was playing as a ringer, so I yeah. just kind of... Helping people whip you. Yeah, like, I did a couple things to make sure that people won their games where I, think I don't you know what I would have done. Dwarfs I had lizards. Oh, yeah, lizards is what you're screwing It's what I had in the car, so I had a 2,000-point <laughs> list ready to go. And so I played the lizard men, and I kind of threw some things that I wouldn't, I think, normally have done uh, in other game, in, in normal games to... Yeah, that's the way to do it, being the ringer. Kind of shifted. So, yeah, that was... Uh, uh, good day. It yeah, was, hope you had a good day good, too. It was good running it. You were it pretty was, much running it, so 
yeah. it seemed like everybody else had a good time. I know that's, us that's, two did for that's sure. That's the most so. important thing is to make sure you know everybody else is having a good time. Try to help foster, give them an environment that they can succeed in having fun in, and then, uh, so that was um it. yeah. Noah, let's go ahead and, and uh, move on into our topics of main kind of stuff <laughs> that's a very nice trendish transition we're so motivated about motivation we're just gonna get right into it right away so motivation that sounded <laughs> very motivated what what can you tell me about motivation what is this this thing well it seems i don't to be feel like i have any an anomaly to you at the moment i guess <laughs> but i mean it's what drives us for hobby and i think and i think gaming too i know i have times where i just don't feel like gaming so i guess it's all talk about what keeps us interested what keeps us biting well let's let's kind of what what are there things let's start with what are the things that maybe kills motivation because i I definitely have a lot of those and i know it's not on your agenda but i'm gonna i kind of want to stick in in with things that have killed my motivation recently well it sounds like you know a lot about it so why don't you get us so (laughs) i've been doing a lot of just a ton of gaming and traveling and events like this coming off of Gen Con and then the weekend before doing the Tournament of Champions for you guys. Mm-hmm. And I had a work trip to Chicago right before Gen Con. So I ran a Tournament of Champions. I went went to Chicago for work for a night and a half, uh, a full day, plus the night, the, the night, the day before I had to go down there. So I was basically in Chicago for two days. Turn around, went to Indianapolis, and then I turn around and you know, <laughs> get back home and get all these new board games from Gen Con that I want to open up and get ready to go and try to read rules and whatever. So it was definitely some nerd stuff, but (laughs) it's just, yeah, some definite burnout. I'm not having any, like looking at the model and going, uh, no. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a big general thing. I mean, any part of life, like not even just gaming burnout, but I know it happens to me. Like I've been flourishing here in the summer, but, uh, Coming up next week, I'm going to be in school, and I don't know what that's going to do for my motivation. I've been really into it lately with all my hobbying, and I've been coming out to game night every week and stuff like that. So I'm really hoping I can stick with it. But so, are you saying you're going to be? Uh, we're going to be putting posters up to see where you're at. <laughs> where, where in the world is yeah. Stark? So I don't know what's going to happen there. I mean, just when my life is like too busy, you just feel kind of like overwhelmed. You need that time to relax, and I think my relaxed time overlaps with hobby time i guess when i don't have enough relaxation time so i only have so much motivation and it's divided to everything in my life so when other stuff gets too much going like school is a big thing so when i'm doing homework all the time i don't have that time to chill where i maybe necessarily don't want to be working on models so so now that we've kind of figured out why we, we why what the problem you know what, how how we have gotten <laughs> into these ruts or where we know we're going to probably get yeah. into ruts how do we shift ourselves back out of that rut yeah i know that's a big thing too but as far as other ruts diving back into it for a second but i know there's just times where you just don't feel motivated and you may be just kind of lazy-ish you don't have any drive or something like that but i think i don't think as far as anything about this stuff but. that yeah <laughs> So that's all stuff that can hinder your possibility for motivation, but I think sometimes you just don't feel it either. And I put it first on my list, we're kind of running down here, but um, just playing games, I think, just doing it is one big thing as far as keeping your motivation. 
uh, just getting the guys on the table like Warhammer it doesn't necessarily even have to be that like I know sometimes when I'm playing a different game like maybe even like I'll play Blood Bowl or something like that it's all the same kind of gaming mentality so just playing anything play something really, with figures yeah anyways. keeps you going that and, and play something maybe different with the with figures than just playing yep, you know I hate not the, your system I, I know you know yeah, we're Warhammer guys, but you know, especially if you're kind of a rut in your Warhammer mm-hmm. games, where maybe you're on a a string of losses and you're struggling or whatever, jumping to another, you know, having a secondary miniatures game, even if you know that doesn't require a lot of figures, like mm-hmm. a Blood Bowl or a Mordheim, can really like, you know, oh hey, I got into this. This kind of re-energize my juices now yeah i feel I'm excited like, to work at least on those models and then somehow accidentally a warhammer model gets on the table exactly a lot of that energy seems transferable to me i guess like i've really enjoyed bolt action it's like man i want to get these guys together and stuff like that and that just kind of overflows into my regular hobby and too as far as the vampire counts and stuff goes so that's just a good way to keep going and like even video games and stuff like that i think can kind of tie in sometimes oh. like oh that stuff uh Video games kind of suck me into. <laughs> I think that could um, be a big problem. Well, and but I mean, I think but, you need to draw like inspiration from mm-hmm. things, right? If so, if it's if it's related, if it's a video game that's related, uh, I could see it totally. Just hey, yeah, I love that here. I'm gonna recreate that over here. Like I think maybe we can even branch that out into my next thing again. Is just like all your media options there. Like seems to be like a big influence for me. Like for getting inspiration, I like movies a lot and stuff like that, and maybe like. This certain thing, like, it's like, oh, that's really cool. It's like, I kind of want to envision this on the tabletop, you know, with my Warhammer stuff has a big deal to do with it. So I always make sure, like, uh, just reading books and stuff like that is probably a big influence, too. And just keeping it rolling with, like, the whole fantasy game fiction kind of thing. Like, I'm reading a VC book right now, a Games Workshop book, which is pretty cool. I, I, I need to called. get a little it's bit like more into that. Wars or something like that. So I'm just getting all this fluff, and it's like, oh, that that was pretty cool. It's like now I kind of want to put this unit on the table or whatever. It's like I have this new idea in my head that's driving me to want to kind of awesome. get my army on the table. It's like just kind of drawing inspiration for a yeah. theme, kind of in the back of your head that's, that's there when you're playing these games. That's interesting. I've never never had any interest in reading Black Library books, so. Yeah, I think it is even a... I don't even know. It's probably pretty old. It's called Vampire Wars. It just follows, like, the Von Karstein kind of fluff. It's all familiar stuff. Like, I mean, it's all the same story you've heard before, but you're getting little, like, everyday tidbits of it, I guess. This book's certain kind of weird, too, where it's not directly following, like, Vlad or anything like that. Like, the first whole part I've been reading was following, like, these winch, witch hunters, and it was all based... Like, Sweet. the main story was based around these witch hunters and how the whole... Uh, Karstein like taking over Sylvania and all that stuff was tied into all these other people and these other storylines and they're all weaving together. I heard that's what people didn't really like about the book, but it's like we've heard about all that other stuff and like this is an interesting story and it's keeping me like nice. hooked and then like I'm getting inspired to put different things on the table. Like that book is actually part of the reason why I wanted to put a black coach on the table too, so I'm working up one of those, a big spoiler nice. to my next <laughs> project, I guess. I wondered if anybody <laughs> played that. But I think it's coming back because the uh, elves and stuff too. It's yeah, pretty. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty good. Heavy, against the elf armies. like it's a tough chariot, so it's gonna be pretty good. Anyway, back onto that. Like I guess I was sidelining it towards like the media realm a little bit, but just to stay immersed in the hobby. Like there's so many options out there. I think the internet's just like been a huge resource for me. Hopefully, none of my work people are listening, but 
like my job allows me to flub on the internet a little bit <laughs> so i've been keeping up i can listen to podcasts all day and stuff like that like i guess if you're hearing this you're listening to us now but there's plenty of other ones out there not that we aren't good but just having enough to keep listening stuff you haven't heard has kept a lot of motivation yeah in me seeing other people's work just being inspired by what everybody else is doing and stuff like that'll keep you your juices flowing i guess Oh yeah, definitely. Just, the, the podcast thing is one of the reasons we do this. Mm-hmm. I, to, I mean, doing this ourselves probably gives us a lot of motivation too, just kind of staying focused on gaming. Well, at least I have a little accountability sometimes <laughs> when they say I'm going to do something and yeah. don't get it done. But yeah, it's definitely... <laughs> I but, definitely, I have, uh, so Stone Monk is my online moniker and I use it in mm-hmm. Google Plus and I use it in um, on Twitter. Um, and basically everything in my feed i i only follow things that have to do with basically miniatures wow uh, miniature painting <laughs> and i i have other twitter accounts sure. that i kind of treat them as channels right that and so sense. and so when i go to that one i know that's just i'm just going to flip through you know D, you know miniatures which D is a lot of just storytelling which is cool um but then a lot of you know like um brandon palmer you know always posting process on his latest army that he's painting for somebody or you know um and then on youtube you know like blue table painting and that sort of stuff where it's just Mm -hmm. like everybody's just doing something different and it's almost like you know if you follow just one person they're going to have their ups and downs too so if you can catch this person over here when they're at their high point and this person over here when they're at their high point in the hobby Mm -hmm. you almost have just always have a, a rock to jump to um from a kind of feeding in yeah there's so much stuff available there i mean i've been really like blogs and forums i've kind of been all over lately and it's just out of the blogs i think are really cool just like all the updates of seeing what people are doing all their thoughts about it just like kind of what they're into and like forums the same way it's like uh like i've been on the vampire counts forum and it's like you're seeing all these tactics people are thinking about and stuff like that it's like hey maybe i can do this that way or whatever and people are coming up with these ideas and looking for kind of inspiration answers themselves and i really like them from the modeling aspect just seeing those really cool conversions and just cool painted models and stuff like that is really huge like i mean just seeing like what you can do and just kind of your motivation just comes is driven off of that like seeing everything else that is done by everybody else and it is really good following different ones like you were saying but it's just a huge resource on the internet for looking for picks it's like maybe you have this idea like i've been doing these conversions and they're all based off of like other ideas i've seen so it's just kind of a source for raw motivation there definitely when i do like when i'm i haven't done it so much when i come to modeling and maybe a little bit when i come to modeling and do working on the models Uh but i definitely use the internet as a number one primary tool for me when i'm coming up with a basing scheme for whatever army i'm working on Uh and and that's an area and direction that i feel like i'm starting to turn on the corner on and becoming becoming one of the leaders in that category and in the scene not to told my own ego there but <laughs> no it's... i feel like you know i'm doing things that i'm i'm at i'm at my basing is when putting miniatures on seems to be far more advanced than what a lot of guys do yeah definitely i was i mean i've seen your forest basing but just like your breakdown of it i mean i'm sure i could have like you know of course asked you for it or whatever but just seeing that step by step it's it's like wow it's just like i don't know I'd it's say a really cool process on the, on the other side of intaking media being able to share mm-hmm. pictures of what you're doing putting it on a blog putting it on twitter you know miniature monday work in product progress wednesday like having those as little mini places to mm-hmm. show it off 
is certainly kind of a motivation to get something done. So you can toot your own horn. You can toot your own. The internet, <laughs> the, the the internet day, yeah, awards tooting your own horn. I mean, you're, you're doing a project, you're putting something work, you know, and everybody, there's nothing more. You finish that model, even if you're not a great painter or a great hobbyist or whatever, you finish that model, there's nothing better than having somebody take a, you know take the time to take a look at your figure, look at your detail, and tell you mm-hmm. you've done a good job and that what you're doing looks cool. Or even if you catch some like tips in there too, it's like, hey, you could add this little bit or whatever and that's just going to put it over the top and stuff like that i posted an idea of something i'd like (laughs) to do once yeah and got good attention around it so that's going to stick around i'm not going to do it now (laughs) but it's going to stick but but that'll be something that like when i'm ready to do it like i'll have something to jump into Mm -hmm. um so like if i'm like i don't have anything to work on you know or whatever yeah that's all for keeping your like just your juices flowing there is i mean just hearing that like gratification for your time or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's not just for yourself. It's like all these other people are taking interest in what you're doing. So that is huge. Just putting stuff out there yourself and sharing it. I do stuff just to see if I can impress Ben. <laughs> see if Conzi will give me some credit. I'm like, Hey, look at this. He's like, well, it's a, a little bit better. It's a little better than crap. I'm usually pretty good about <laughs> no. telling telling folks, you know, when they're, when they're, when they're doing work, <laughs> when they're doing work and they're getting work yeah. done on their models, and the armies are starting to turn around. You know, I'm very, I'm usually really good, even if it's not the best work or you know whatever. You know, he it's awesome. I mean, You've got stuff painted. Yeah. You know, but having peers to feed, give you feedback. you feedback and telling you, you know, your stuff looks good. Like your all your stuff you've done looks cool. I mean, it's done done well, and you've done a lot of experimenting on stuff that. Even I have, you know, I haven't done, you know, with some of the dry pigments you've tried and some of those other things you've tried, but you know, it's uh, it's also good to go. Okay, well, you've done this. Why don't you have you tried doing this next? Yeah, the challenge yeah. from others mm-hmm. to do better. I think media provides a lot of that kind of con- yeah. conversation. I've tapped it a lot. Like that was my main idea. Was just like I've been trying to immerse myself in all this. It's like I'm board i'm gonna like peruse and just see what's going on on the internets and all my conversions like my terrorgeist i directly was looking at pictures on the internet to try and figure out what the heck i'm gonna do with this thing so that's just all been really cool to have I'm that gonna, easy resource there i'm gonna ad lib another another media type outlet of of audiobook thing that's coming in well, audiobooks that podcasts oh, no okay. that's all kind of the same thing no uh so getting me getting together with a group mm-hmm doing a paint day or a skype paint or yeah that's a huge whatever idea it is. I didn't put on here. the other night there was a i know they were on twitter i was watching the twitter thing and a couple of guys i know were like hey anybody want to get on skype and do a, a skype paint and i'm like and like i am i'm super <laughs> tired and i haven't been motivated but this is the kind of thing that, you, that i will i will get on that and i'll actually do something mm-hmm. and i and next thing i know i'll have a bunch of work done and i won't even you know in a couple hours and not even realize that i've been working on models and that's a huge thing so using media and tools it's 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 hard sometimes to get people together to like okay everybody let's show up at this game store and do paint day yeah. for the day yeah. but that but is a really good people thing on skype too. or or google hangouts or something like that for yeah yeah it's definitely yeah just mentioning the paint day i completely didn't even think about that with coming up with this but i know like we've been doing well we've been more focused on doing the regular paint day that they have at pegasus on like the Saturday or whatever. And I know that's been motivation for me. It's like, oh, I'm going to like, you know, go get work done. It's going to be easy to pass that time. You're not just going to be sitting there be like concentrating on what you're doing, you're painting or whatever. It's like you're hanging out with your 
buddies all doing the same thing and yeah chatting talking about the latest things that are coming out keeping it rolling before you know you have like three hours of work done that would have been a lot harder to sit there and just do at home yeah and i think uh i guess diving into your hobby work that's a really good way to do it too is to kind of have some other like attention there to kind of not make it such a drag sometimes like that's how a lot of it how i've been getting so much work done is i think i don't remember if i said it in the last show about it keep my stuff like right easy access and i have it right by the tv it's like i'm sitting there watching tv it's like i may as well have a model in my hand like just assembly or something like that you don't really have to concentrate that much on you're just kind of scraping mold lines and stuff like that so i can watch a show well enough and get a lot of work done in that time that otherwise could have been wasted as we've heard from I, the I, <laughs> I can say right now like, that's i have my paint i i ended up moving the paint stuff up in front of the television and when, when there were models on it that i was interested in working on i was getting some i was progressing i was making mm-hmm. work but now i now i started taking the demons down to the game store and so i hadn't i hadn't unpacked them out of their box <laughs> put the five guys i was working on back on the paint table so now it's been like almost a week and nothing has been touched mm-hmm yeah, I, I, uh, I like, so I'll have a lot of stuff out. I tend to, the thing I'm working on, that'll be the only thing in front of me. Mm-hmm. If I have, even when I, my finished stuff, it's, if it's up and around, like just that feeling of like clutter or you look up and you're like, oh, I could do that. Or like, I already spent my, you know, hundred hours painting ogres. <laughs> I don't want to look at the ogres right now. I want to look at the thing that I'm, you know, uh, focused on, you know, it's hard to right now. I'm, I'm focused on terrain a bit which is absolutely new and different and it my head just screams to go back to painting models you know because i haven't (laughs) done in a while um but uh yeah just trying to like focus and not like Mm -hmm. have too many things that you want to be doing but if you if the thing that's in front of you isn't what you want to be working on that's no put it away and put something (laughs) else in front of you you know because i that kind of ties into i think we mentioned it before but kind of or the benefits of it i know i've at least talked about but I kind of had a steady switch between like painting and assembly and like all that stuff kind of keep it mixed up. So you're not just trudging through the same thing over and over. I'm going to add buying to that list too. Yeah. Cause there's, there's (laughs) a bit of a buying itch, right? You want, Mm -hmm. you know, the new, get that new thing. So like, you know, buy a little something, assemble a little something. And while you're assembling that, maybe you're checking the, you know, Mm -hmm. for that, the shelves for that next thing you want to get. Don't, I don't know that I could like buy everything at once assemble everything at once paint everything at once like i think i'd get pretty bogged down how about, yeah. the, how about the system of you just buy everything at once and then you leave it in the box because you don't have time to get to it that, yeah. no harm no foul <laughs> <laughs> i know that leads into a tangent i've been like perusing the ebay quite a bit i mean i was originally looking for uh my grave guard i picked up like those old halberd grave guard but now i've been kind of hooked <laughs> it's like i'm like almost every day i'm checking to see what's new on there and looking for deals and stuff like that and just some old like models and stuff I haven't picked up, but I, I had mean, uh, all that ties into keeping your interest. I had a, I, I teased with Mordheim for a little bit and I really enjoyed it, but it kind of had, it kind of drove me to eBay too, to try and make those, you got a band of like 10 things and you could dig into like the, I did a witch hunter, which allowed me to play with the um, empire models a little mm-hmm. bit. And then I did a little, a Skaven War band, which let me kind of dig into that. But then like, you want to customize them so much. <laughs> so eBay was a big source of, you know, those little things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this all seems to be like kind of rotating what you're doing. I guess it's kind of what I'd call it. I know I've switched, like right now I'm doing all that converting, which is kind of maybe 
I'm getting a, individually a lot of things done, but it's not as much as I normally would. Switching, like I used, usually I kind of mentioned I have two different paint, like I have my paint area almost as just like a set desk, and I mean that doesn't really change much, and usually that's all left set up, and then my assembly is out in front of the TV or whatever, because I can kind of do that mindlessly. And so I had these two different areas and was easily switching back and forth, but since I've been converting, it's like I've been green stuffing where I usually paint, so I'm not getting any paint done, but and then I'm kind of at a hold up if I'm working on one model that's in both stages of assembly and green stuffing, it's kind of holding up my other stuff. Like just this morning, I was able to clear out and brought my bolt action guys back out to start getting yeah. the assembly work going on them again. So, but it's all just kind of keeping it new. It's really rough when you're just kind of trudging through it. It's like, oh, I got to get these stuff done. Like maybe you want to keep your interest in. Yeah. I mean, it's no harm in putting something away. Yep. I guess if it's not any interest to you. I and, found uh, terrain to be a nice in between. And I've only done a few pieces, but often you need like 24 hours to like glue set or mm -hmm. the, you know, the, so, you know, you spend 10 minutes rubbing glue on, throwing base on, and then you just set it aside. So yeah, that's so really good. Nice... You have multiple things going. You're not, yeah. you have, then you have that time. You should come up with something else to do and not just wait on your watching paint dry. I guess. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely something like that. Definitely something with terrain is, you know. It, it, when I was working, doing all my painting in the basement, which is something that I've stopped doing, mm -hmm. it was very easy to go from project to project to project. But then I had to motivate to get up from the TV and down to the basement <laughs> to actually do projects. But once I got down there, I'd be like, okay, I'm tired of painting for like the last 30 minutes or 40 minutes. Oh, I've got these six terrain projects are in the works. So I'll, I'll throw the next layer of glue or sand or whatever paint on this. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, hey, crud, now I've got... Uh, you know, models I'm building. So, and all of a sudden the basement turns into, and that's what you'll see down there right now is, you know, the table is, and we you come over, you're like, okay, I got my bolt action stuff. I'm like, I'm not sure if we really got room for a game because the basement table has been taken over with various sundry of hobby projects <laughs> as I, you know, that's the mayhem thing is happening. You know, Mary Mayhem, haven't heard 2014 november 22nd <laughs> go to mary-mayhem.com but the terrain projects are starting to slowly get back into the cycle you know finishing projects that i had started from last year starting new projects and on top of that i've got theme and army projects in the works of assembly i've got you know so the table is <laughs> I, I think i might have a four by four section if i move some of the terrain projects off that i can have room but uh yeah that's definitely something that you moving from projects to projects i think i've found in the past really kind of helps get me out of a rut or uh, yeah. finding a new project that's completely off the wall different than anything you've been working on for the last you know six months or yeah. two months or whatever it's usually what gets you the most excited too i mean you want to keep that ball rolling like if you have this new awesome idea you may as well go for it i mean yeah. not worry about trudging through whatever you're doing it's i mean you're just getting work done still so it's going to be beneficial to you i think in the, well, the you, best to, yeah just stick with what you're driven the most to. So if it's yeah. that new guy, go for it. Even if you don't have that awesome idea, just changing up the project, like, okay, um, I just don't have any ideas. I'm not motivated. Jumping to a different project. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, the game store still needs hills, and so I'll make a hill. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that went I, that went really quick. I, that Now that's, that was your spark of re-motivation. Yep. I like having some projects where I have part of an idea, and but I'm not going to work on it just then, um, because I don't have the whole idea. You kind of let it snowball. And so then I'll I will set it kind of back on the in progress or work or if I get to a point where like I don't 
I don't force myself to complete something. That's a good idea. If uh, if I don't have the whole idea or if I'm not satisfied with it. Um, but then that also, if then at that point where you're just s- s- stuck on something or whatever, you've got kind of like these hopeful, uh, and go back, know, optimistic things and go back and, and <laughs> you know, stare at that for yeah. a little bit. Like, um, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, um, the, well, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but I mean, no, you talked about games played, you know, um, tournaments and mayhem, you know, there's some serious goal setting motivation there. If you've got like something you want to do at that event, like the tournament of champions, I, I wanted to get pain points. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, two Mornfang, uh, four, three lead belchers and 20 Noblars. Uh, you know, I was like, okay, that's what I have to do. Cause that's what I want to play. Yeah, seems to be a lot of the tournament like motivation. I wouldn't know. I don't know if I'd call it motivation sometimes. Well, and I would say if it's planned, if you know it's coming up and you know what yeah. you know can plan ahead of time. Otherwise, yeah, I know. It, I know a few people who've talked about their hotel room painting. Yeah, it seems like a lot of times you end up with crunch time and you're like just making yourself bust these dudes out yeah. or whatever. So that can be kind of a, a downside almost. I mean, yeah. you're still getting stuff done, but. To your motivation that might be a hindrance and lead to your burnout if you're yep. trying to get these 50 guys done there, before next week <laughs> there is nothing better to motivate folks than a hard deadline and you, you can't set hard deadlines for yourself you've no, got to you have you've got to have something for an event or something so while i do have a lot of stuff painted it's always okay i'm looking at this next event i'm going to go to what am i what army am i taking and let's add a different unit or a new unit or you know something that's sitting on the shelf that i already own that i, I really want to paint but i haven't painted let's get that in the list and because you're now i'm it. forced now i have a hard deadline of when it has to be done and i uh, oftentimes will find myself actually getting motivated and getting the work done and getting it yeah. on the table you just don't want to take that over the top where well mayhem's coming up in november i guess i'm going to play in it I'm going to start like a whole new like Skaven army. I'm just going to start a new army. Yeah, I'm going to start a new army from scratch. It, and yeah. they're all going to be converted individually. All my rats. Yeah, I'm gonna spend, <laughs> is that a I'm challenge? Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to spend 10 hours a model on this yep. army and I'm going to put 200 of them on the board. Okay, yeah, yeah that's so, not going to work out very well. For yeah, you, you just don't want to be unrealistic you, you're like gonna that. Be on, you're going to be on hour 40 and be like, I'm going to stab myself. With <laughs> your paintbrush. What yeah. did I do? <laughs> I had another thing that uh, kind of motivated me to get back into the ogre army a bit more, you know, strongly. W- about the time of the the wood elves coming out, I was kind of dabbling you, with the you idea. You realized the treatment wasn't very good. <laughs> well, no, again, I not even like it takes me a little I don't bit. Think of, treatment are that bad, are they? They're Sorry, getting it on the table to know. I I can't really look at. I'm not good at looking at rules and knowing if it's going to be good or bad, kind of thing. But I had taken. We were, uh, my family went on vacation. I had taken some of my models with me in my book. I was like. Oh, I'm going to read some of this in the downtime and I'm going to get into it. So when I get back, I could jump into the, the wood elves and where I went, there was a games workshop, uh, store. And I went in and I talked to one of the guys, he was an ogre player in his area. And he, he's like, yeah, I play ogres. I'm, I'm pretty competitive with it. This is what I play. And that's where I learned about, um, he played a big knoblar block mm-hmm. and a couple units of lead belchers. And I was like, Oh, that seems interesting. I, and I, I, detested the knoblars before that <laughs> uh but then when i i went home and i just pulled all the knoblars from the different bits from all the other packages and all that kind of stuff put them together and put them on the table and I, it changed the fluff of my army it changed the you know kind of the that little play style 
Um, and so that was definitely a motivator to kind of try something new. And it kind of got me back in, it kind of opened up again, that mindset of that ogres were, you could play them one way. Mm-hmm. No, you can play them a bunch of ways. So that definitely got me back into the army a lot. Anyway, I guess we talked a lot about tournaments, but I think that leads it into another idea is like to keep your games interesting and stuff like that is just kind of keep it mixed up. I mean, uh, whether it's your army style or something like that, maybe play even play an entirely different army, try a new tactic. I guess that was pretty much what you were getting into there. Yep. It's just like a whole new door was opened because you saw like the... Yeah, I saw somebody do a write-up on Yetis. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wasn't thinking I'd ever play Yetis, but I'm like, well, maybe I'll play Yetis. So. <laughs> and that's just going to be like a whole new interest. I mean, it gets pretty old playing the same thing over and yep. over. And I guess that maybe if you are playing the same thing over and over, that can get you motivation to want to get this new model in there it's like, yep. and get your hobby done on that to put them in. But like, it, I think wanting to play something is usually the best motivation for hobby too. Like I decided I want to put this new unit in now. It's like, well, I got to put it together and stuff like yeah. that. So that's really the best thing to be driven is to want to put it on the table, I guess. I mean, that's why we're all doing it, but um, there's a ton of options for mixing up your gameplay though. For the most part, I mean, tournaments seem to be like a different kind of flavor than your local game night. You can kind of screw around whatever you want on your game night or whatever, but just trying something new is a big thing. And there's plenty of different versions with, I guess we talked a lot about Nagash coming out. I mean, that's going to be a whole different campaign kind of thing there. There's probably going to be some different gameplay options. or Yeah, and even if that doesn't have a huge impact on the overall yeah. story or the rules uh, going forward it gives you some other way of looking at the hobby mm-hmm. and, and reason to do some, some stuff. Yeah. I was kind of tying it. It's like a similar thing for playing other games and how that can drive your gaming goals, yeah. but maybe it's more directly like you're still playing like your army, but like a triumph and treachery game is quite a bit different than a regular game of Warhammer. So it's just keeping that interesting. I know like when I was playing like a thousand points games, it's like that really opened it up. I felt like I could try a lot more things and it wouldn't be that bad. Maybe it's a little quicker and, I guess trying that new unit could have a different impact and like that smaller game before you ramp it up to a big one where you might have to play five games before you actually get to do something with it. It's just kind of narrowing it down easier to try new stuff and playing big games and stuff like that can be fun too. So yeah. maybe bust out your three, 4,000 point game and that'd be a whole new escapade. <laughs> yeah. I think that that would be a serious motivator for me right now. If I could have space to get a, a four or a five K game, I really have been jonesing for, for something a large game. Got to get some mega battle action going. Because I got to get more ogres painted. Yeah, I know. That's my. I, I always <laughs> feel like I don't. Like, I have a lot of stuff, but I always feel like combining this many points is always hard for me. Like, to do larger games, because I feel like I don't know what works together at those bigger games. So that's like a whole nother venture going into the yeah. larger games like that. I find like larger games are more of an excuse to now I can field some of those models I don't get to field. Like,. Okay, I'm gonna go field a. I'm gonna field a, a 4K game. Okay, well that last thousand points is gonna be. I'm gonna field all those monsters. I'm gonna put a dragon in there. Well, that's 500 points, you know. Yeah, and then I'm gonna throw, huge. and then I'm gonna throw maybe this other monster in the list. And so I'm still my normal two, three thousand points worth of stuff, but with a couple of bigger mon, you know, bigger models in there that are now these big giant centerpieces, and it feels more appropriate to have them in there. A lot of guys hold back at that until they get to the bigger points. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, even the points allotment is kind of restricting there. Like, generally, you only have enough points for one lord besides some armies. And when you have, like, that option, you have two lords. Well, now you can have your level four, and you can have this fighty guy and a dragon. You can have both those guys in there. So that's just a whole 
Yeah. Now the reason to field them and then not have like that risk. Well, I don't have my level four because I have my guy on dragon instead and stuff like that. And then like rare choices, it's like you already have those two. It's like you need a few more points spent on something you can field this other rare unit or like the monster you were saying. Or well, it's not nearly as backbreaking either when you when you you can lose you your five hundred point monster. Of, you know, <laughs> you lose that, that model. It's like okay, well, I still have thirty five hundred points worth of army. I can still kind of keep to my battle plan. You know, everything still pretty much works. Yep. So, yeah, no, that's that's definitely, that definitely can be exciting and uh, help motivate. And then another thing that, that really I think I found last year when I was doing the painting challenge with Andrew Sherman is I also at the same time combined, I'm not going to put an unpainted model on the table. <laughs> and that really, you know, if I wanted to play with something, like I, that's how I motivated to paint the Tomb Kings. Because I can tell you from a gameplay perspective, that army <laughs> would have unmotivated, unmotivated me in, like, another couple of weeks of gameplay i think i would have been like two or three more weeks of playing them and i would have just been like screw this 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 army stinks i'm just <laughs> i cannot make it work Poof, in the trash but instead <laughs> you know back on ebay gone um but i had this great modeling concept and this great basing scheme that i wanted to do and a lot of these conversion little conversions and re-sculpts and whatever or you know reposes of models and all of a sudden you know i endured through this tediousness of painting all this bone and and pushed myself through it finally got the army on the table and and when i got to the table the games i did play with it even if i was losing it felt better because the army was painted it was much more rewarding every time i got to that level like okay there was a disnotling the snotling 1000 lacrosse was the first time i got to take him to a tournament and a thousand points and getting you know i didn't do well that day but it was more exciting to get the army on the table and be able to use it. That is very and get true. it out there where people could see it and tell me and give me feedback and uh-huh. and give me some concepts on what I'm you know how you know what maybe I can do better you know talking to some of the more senior more veteran guys like there was nothing better about you know okay you know, like Johnny Hastings who is renowned for his ability of painting <laughs> you know you hear about him on other paint podcasts but having him go yeah that looks really cool and. You know, having him go on Twitter and say, "Hey, go talk to Konzi because he's kind of the basing expert." I remember getting, seeing that tweet when he was responding to, I think uh, I can't, can't remember who he was responding to, but somebody was asking him for basing advice, and he like passed him on to me. I'm like, "Holy cow!" You know, the, <laughs> nice dude, you're job, like the Gunzi. master, and you're actually kind of passing him off to me. That's awesome. I really <laughs> thought that was that was like super special, but it was because I was, you know, he really liked what I was doing, and he gave me some advice on even there, and even then, he gave me advice. Like he's mm-hmm. like. Well, if you do this a little bit different, you paint this a little bit different, you know, his advice was more from the painting side. He's like, you know, if you do this a little bit different, you know, it'll pop better. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I did it and it did pop better and it looked better and it was, it was great. So that helps also continue that motivation. Yeah, it's really huge. It's all, yeah, sharing your stuff. I know, I guess that it can almost make like a bad game good, I guess. I mean... I've been playing my Terrorgeist. I put that dude together. I like to have him on the table, even my character models and stuff like that. I mean, that's just putting him on the table. Even if my game goes really bad, I still got to put these guys I worked hard on and got them out here and then got to show them off to everybody and stuff like that. Like, a lot of times just coming down on Monday nights, like, oh, I'm going down here just to play another game of Warhammer. It's like I'm going down there. I'm putting this guy on the table for the first time. That's like a huge motivator to go down there and get that game, and you don't even think about how it's going necessarily. And that ties right into what you were talking about with all the paint and stuff like that. Yep. You got to be careful with it. You know, if it's, I, I'm a classic one for if 
getting that army to the table. Okay, now I'm frustrated with it. I'm not liking yeah. the gameplay. Lizard in the box it goes. <laughs> it sits there and rots. Yeah. So that was kind of. I guess you went the back way on that ticket around your Tomb Kings, <laughs> but I know that happened with kind of your Beastmen and. Seems yeah. like you've been frustrated with your lizardmen a little bit at times playing them. But... I, I've had a couple of frustrating games, but the as far as armies Overall, I've been playing, really win loss ratio. If you take away the the ringer army games from the tournament of champions yeah. for the WWHFB, it's definitely playoffs, on the positive side. It's there. definitely uh, I'm probably at 60, 70, <laughs> probably probably close to seventy percent wins. Yeah, it's an army that I'm I'm very I feel like I'm very good gameplay with. Uh, I don't know if I'm necessarily a great general, but it feels like it fits into my the way I like to play games. Unfortunately, I deprioritized it in the painting and, <laughs> and assembly right now. But eh, it is what it is. But I know, like just putting my painted guys on the table for the first time was like real inspiration to keep going on the rest of it too. Unfortunately, I haven't done much lately, but I know just getting those first few guys out there keeps you rolling. It's like, well, I yeah. really want to finish the rest of them, and then it just kind of spreads through your whole army. Yeah, as you're getting them out there, putting them on the table. I mean, that's what we're working for. So that's real good gratification for all, right. all this time you've put in. All right, final thoughts on keeping yourselves motivated. Is there anything else we want to? Final statements we want to add? Uh, I don't know. I think I just had a resounding thing of keeping it fresh and season it while the iron's hot, striking while the iron's hot, yeah. kind of thing was. I'd say uh, keep it focused. Try one thing at a time. If that's not doing it, switch it, and then you know, show it off. And then you're going to have six things done before you know it. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> the, the other thing that I, I would throw in there is, you know, if if you're not finding what you're doing, you know, go, going to that trying things different. Today, this morning, I got up. I'm like, I have been on a real rut. I'm going to do something. I have no motivation to paint. I'm not really motivated. I look at the models, and I'm like, I really just don't want to assemble. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to clean up this disaster in my basement. I'm going to clean up this table over here. I'm going to get... This table, this this table here, I'm gonna get cleaned up and organized, and get some stuff put away on the mm-hmm. shelves, and maybe that'll, you know, now that it's cleaned up. As soon as I started getting the space cleaned up, I started getting motivated. I'm like, oh, I got this project here, <laughs> I can work. And so I started actually fiddling with awesome. some terrain projects at the same time, and that lit some of that bu- that bug. So you know, even even looking for something, as long as you're in that environment where you're with your stuff and it's and it's there, kind of poking you, you it'll it'll help dip push your toe you in the like, water. Okay, now let's do this next and you'll be working on something next thing you know you'll be working on something and finishing a project awesome moving into any any new hobby or gaming goals you want to set for yourselves brian uh i know the i feel i don't know if i committed to it very much in the last blog post i did but i do have more conversions in the works so getting those done and saying i'm going to get them out there has been good motivation for that so I guess my next conversion is on the works. I'm going to codename it Santa's Sleigh. We'll probably figure <laughs> that out, but <laughs> that's been amusing me calling it that. But that's my next conversion. I hope to have it out in at least a couple weeks or something like that. I don't, it's definitely not going to make it this Monday, but maybe next Monday it'll make Sounds it. Sounds cool. And then I have the, a big bits order coming for another probably near like probably a bad idea to put on the table, but I hope it'll be a really cool model. So right. that's my next thing to do, and I really want to doing Top all these con- yeah. coordinated projects here i do like yeah, I know. that was the perfect anything. code name for it santa sleigh not revealing anything <laughs> until it's done <laughs> but so yeah i've been trying to keep it under wraps too i mean i do post all the works in progress when it's done so 
I'm sure you guys seen it close enough. I really want to get painting on my ghouls again. Like I feel a little more motivated because I cut the unit down to 30 in my list I've been playing. So instead of 40 guys, it's only 30. And that's like five and a half more guys. So <laughs> it's more motivation there nice. to keep those guys rolling. So hopefully I'll have some paint on it. The conversion's taken up like all my time lately just because I have like assembly and green stuffing work. So I'm not getting my normal assembly and painting work done. So as soon as that's done, I better get some paint on those ghouls again. So. So Eric, what do you think? Uh, you kind of got an idea now what this hobby and gaming goals are. So what are you looking forward to maybe over the course of the next couple weeks, even a month, of yeah. trying to accomplish? And is there is it is it a, a modeling project, maybe a game that, or a person you want to play against? So yeah, I've I've um, I've kind of figured out, you know, again talking motivation, how to keep myself motivated, how how to do that, and so I can I'm at the point where I can kind of set some a little bit bigger goals. So one goal is uh, to do an entire table of terrain for Mayhem. Hey, have you heard about this, Mary Mayhem? It's uh, uh, November 22nd. <laughs> I think it's been about 10 minutes it's since here. we mentioned it. It's going to be here Which, it, should not, it should be blatant. Like every every break should mention it. There should be like a, you can go to uh, Mary- some jingle bells that come in or something <laughs> on a certain time. <laughs> you can go to mary-mayhem.com and register, go ahead and register man. right now. Yep. $20, includes lunch. So I'll uh, so I, I my first train I posted was forest because our local gaming store needed some forests and I needed to learn so it could be you know I didn't have to worry about quality so I'll be showing that on the blog here coming up it's a Sky Titan theme so usually ogre theme stuff is like hide tents and that sort of thing like I'm going what would the Sky Titan like in ruins look like I don't know what that means so I'm interested all right to see all right so that, yeah so I'm not very familiar with ogre plans. yeah they're giants that live in the mountains ah. so what would their world look like and then the ogre kingdoms or sorry ogre stronghold uh forums they have a a noblar hero challenge so I'm trying to by the end of the month have a <laughs> just kind of a super kitted up uh, noblar figure and then I think I mean just talking after this episode and we talked about it last episode I think by the time this one comes out, hopefully I'll have Nagash. Codename Nagash. <laughs> AKA Nagash. <laughs> maybe I'll have uh, that model uh, in hands and, and uh, maybe... Maybe oh. you can paint it up so I don't think it sucks. Yeah. Well, I don't know about, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to try and take that pressure to try and impress you with the painting on that. But uh, It doesn't take much over the GG. But uh, I'd, like to, to I'd like to have one on the table for, for anybody at the game store who wants to, to play it on a, you know, play against it. Um, and all those with undead armies, if they want to field it, you know, yeah, be cool. Hopefully, we'll get that big battle in the works, like you were saying, the Gash versus the World kind that would of be thing cool. again. And undead that was a really fun world. time. Yeah, that, yeah, we did the Skaven versus the World the one time, and that was really good. That was so, after a White Dwarf released. Yeah, too, it was like a White Dwarf inspired mm-hmm. battle. Uh, battle we ended up pulling off. Nice. So anyway, yeah. what are you gonna do, Conzie? Yeah, Ben. Well. So I've got a I've heard a about number, your lack of motivation. A number of things. That's a, are you that's, feeling it now? Yeah, maybe that's part feeling of feeling it. I'm, I'm a little bit. Yes, I, I definitely. I'm suffering from the. I think I have too many projects going on. Got it. And so that, that may be starting to to kill things too. So yeah, I'm trying to narrow things down. Trying to get a little bit more order in my chaos of of hobby area. You're starting and, chaos. No, just no. <laughs> well, I guess you don't. I do could. This. I've already yeah. got. I, I am, I am <laughs> starting chaos. So I'm trying to I'm trying to force myself to manage the demons in a more manageable aspect where I'm going to hit them uh, 500 points at a time. That's going to be my benchmarks. I'm not putting any I'm not putting any personal goals as far as 
when those benchmarks are going to be hit. It's going to have a work process kind of set up. I'm I'm hoping I I'm hoping that I can hit the first 500 points and have that finished sometime mid September, and then you hit that next that next 500 point goal. One of the big demotivators on the demons actually was I was gonna I was really gonna shoot for having them ready for Wapaka, and I'm so far down on the wait list for Wapaka to get in that at this point I don't have a lot. Of, I'm I really don't feel hopeful that I'm gonna get into Wapaka, and it's gonna be it's really. That that was probably the biggest demotivator right there because I've been to Wapaka every year and this will be the sixth year of Wapaka and I'm not and I I don't have a ticket I'm not able to get in and I don't have any and yeah no Conesy it's not worth going I know it's terrible (laughs) it's terrible how can they how they how are they going to get by I mean I've 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 only upped my drunken shenanigans every year I've been there so I mean how do you how it's just not going to be the same when I you know. Without, without Conzi butt crack, it's definitely not the same. That sounds like a great note to end on. Yeah. <laughs> but So I'm trying to focus back on that, and then I've, I've really got to get motivated on these. I've, I'm a month behind on where I would have wanted to be and where we were last year, really, with doing terrain projects and getting the terrain focused. And while there's not, I don't need as much as I think I needed last year yeah. to get accomplished... I really need somebody to work on his Dark Elf Tower. <laughs> we got to get some terrain days that I can come to. There's only yeah. been one, and I couldn't do it for some reason. Yeah, nobody could do what. it. So, Yeah, we got to get another one. We got to get another one. Well, I think I've, I've already got an idea so towards that. So Work on that stupid thing. <laughs> so, uh, getting focused, getting a little more focus in, you know, on what the projects are that I'm going to be working on and getting that priority list, priority sorted, list out. sorted so that I can hopefully focus on like i'm really excited like i came off of gen con i'm really excited about the malifo stuff and but then i'm like okay all these malifo models are really super cool and now i'm like i want to do the models justice and do this like really come up with some really cool basing scheme but then if i do that i can't build the models and start playing with them and i really need to play with them to learn the game and i really need to (laughs) get the models built so i can find some other people that play the game locally to actually play the game and start working on some other suckers in the <laughs> I think you could find a group. I know the privateer press dudes were diving into it for quite a while. Yeah, there's I think so a I'm few not sure of them if they're still there. up with it. I'm sure like Brimmer or something would be up for playing it. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely you got that. I got bolt action stuff I want to get built. I haven't gotten any of that built since Come on. Last I don't time. How am any, I gonna whoop your butt? I don't know what any of this stuff, stuff is. Stuff I only focus on Warhammer, nothing else. So you guys That's are... kinda good. I mean, you don't wanna like Conzi here is got all these things I, going I have, you gotta narrow it down a little i have probably <laughs> 10 different mini 10 or 15 minute different miniatures games in the yeah. basement <laughs> i guess i didn't mention that in our motivation thing but it really helped me when i just focused on my vampire counts that's what i've been doing for like the past year or more probably almost year more than a year and a half now but i decided just to play my vampire counts i haven't played any of my other armies for quite a while and i think that's really helped my motivation to just focus it on one project that's that's definitely something I wish I could get myself to do, but I find There's myself jumping cool from stuff jumping from army to <laughs> army too often, um, and that's not helping things either. Like I just jumped off of doing dwarfs, and I was doing really well with the dwarfs, and I had this cool new modeling scheme. Which you jumped scheme, off a of lizardman to do the dwarf. <laughs> yeah, well, I got kind of on the lizardman. Pick to something, do something for the show. And if show. you mention anything else, I'm just gonna come over and slap the models out of your hands. Be that like, might no! not be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> we should shoot uh, some vine of that <laughs> some gifts would be like a new ice bucket challenge be like 
slapping models out of Conzie's hands. Yeah. <laughs> None of you people out there better don't that, even do that like I don't know a swear word that is that's gone that is over now, the top. It is now yeah that's, that's, that's nonsense. I do like watching the fails a little bit though. Where yeah, people are dropping somebody, huge ice buckets of water on their heads like you like, know right side how up. Did, how do they like <laughs> not break their neck or something like like oh my god you moron. Did you see the <laughs> but what's no. his what's his name the tiger blood guy? Um, I don't know. Oh, what's his name? It was went went nuts a couple years ago. Celebrity. Oh, t- I don't. Well, t- what I don't know. I'm I don't know. This, this, anyway, whatever. Let's I'm, not talk about it. Yeah, oh, stupid. I'm ice not buckets. the hip thing. I, we're not the hipsters here. <laughs> we're, we're not, not doing that thing. Viral Sweet. video Just stuff. Just go away. Anyways, yeah. Let's uh let's wrap it up. A bunch of things I've I'm gonna work on. So we'll wrap it up here. Make sure you check us out. Uh, if you're not already subscribed to the show, make sure you do so on iTunes, BlackBerry Podcasts, or, and or Stitcher Smart Radio. Check out um, the website. Yep, check out the website at wiscodice.com. Wiscodice.com. Yeah, wiscodice.com. Blog for your motivation yep, that we, we just talked about. If you're looking for inspiration. Posting. Yeah, we're getting more and more. It's, not, it's getting nice to the point where we're getting enough yeah. articles and different content. We're bringing on additional content providers, you know, people that are writing articles, bringing in guys like Eric who are, are really motivated and, and getting, you know, just getting more perspectives on the pod, on the blog. There's going to be so much stuff you won't be able to keep up. Yeah, hopefully. that's That would be <laughs> ideal, you know. We get six, seven, eight of us all posting. Those are really the best doing ones. different projects. I'm pretty disappointed when I know. I'm just hoping. Well, not really disappointed, but I know what I'm hoping. Like somebody's going to release the next blog post thing or whatever. So yeah, hopefully we'll have some people looking for us for that. Stay ben, tuned. I know we're ben putting really it out nice. here. It's been so. really nice. It's almost seemed like we're getting at least one a week now. We're getting a new new article up there, and sometimes yeah. two or three. I was trying to watch my releases so we don't flood like five at a time and then stale right. for like a week. Yeah, that's I've been that, definitely that something. Balance we'll between... have to put a release schedule up, and you'll have to sign up. <laughs> that's how much stuff we got people yeah yeah let's turn it into work <laughs> yeah no, we got blog posts and blog posts and more blog posts man no it's definitely you know trying to trying to get the content out there whatever we're working on you know whatever games we're playing i, I know from uh you know, we haven't had a lot of gaming spotlights and it's kind of hard to do like a gaming spotlight on the show because you don't play a lot of the same board games or you're not playing a lot of board games like i am nope. or other alternative games so uh maybe you, we should have a malifone so yeah, but that's Stay tuned. going up for, you know, those kind of things are going up on the blog post. I just, you know, trying yeah. to find... Catch trying our to find content the, there. Trying to, like, oh, hey, I just played, I got all these new games from Gen Con, buddies I went to Gen Con with, I got a bunch of new games. You know, hey, we're going to, as we play them, I'm putting up posts, I'm trying to put up posts about the games that we're I'm playing so that, you know, you get some new and interesting board game reviews, too. All on the website, wiscodice.com. Check us out. Check us out. Uh, make sure you follow us on, on social media. Uh, you get not only the release contents, like when shows come out, but you get oftentimes, you know, we're playing, we're playing a game, we're putting up a our awesome Monday night doing action. Doing whatever. Putting, pretty regular. Taking some pictures or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then that's, of course, through Twitter, Facebook, Google. Plus. People are kind of down with Facebook right now, but whatever. But that's it. Hit that's us on email. That's all we got. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. We're out of here. Yo. Peace out. I need to think of something. You guys guys are not motivating me. Not at all. (laughs) I'm not motivated for any of this. That's right. I'm back. In the saddle again. (laughs) (laughs) You guys suck.
I was worried he was going to break into song there for a second. That'd be something. <laughs> anyway, he's yeah, back. Apparently the fan is back. What are we going to do? Stay tuned for how you can get I Am The Fan t-shirts. What? Insane. All right. Peace out, folks. Bye. 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 Bye.